All right, Rad Dads, and we're back for another episode. I'm Rob. And I am Sal. And we have another Rad Dad with us tonight. Merrick Rosenberg, a keynote speaker and thought leader on personality styles and team development. He co-founded Team Builders Plus in 1991 and Take Flight Learning in 2012. He's an award-winning author of The Chameleon and Taking Flight. He also has recently released a third book, Personality Wins. Merrick is a subject matter expert when it comes to personalities, personality styles, and how to identify a particular style, which should be very interesting when you're talking about adolescents and children. So I look forward to this interview. Sal, how about you? Interesting indeed. Stay tuned. All right, Rad Dads, uh, let's welcome Merrick Rosenberg to our show. Hi there. Hey, Merrick. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, Merrick. Thanks for coming on. Look, we're just going to get right into it. Um, how many children do you have? What are their ages and do they play any sports? I have two boys. They are 22 and 25. My 25 year old, uh, he's never been into team sports. He is a skateboarder. Uh, he ah. lives to skateboard. His, his job is just a, a tool to feed the skateboarding habit. Uh, <laughs> uh, my other son is more of an engineer. So sports, nah, not so much. <laughs> your kids are a little bit older but did you have any challenges or what, what challenges did you have and how'd you overcome them oh sure well you know it I, I think the challenges i had relate to their personalities they're completely different kids and the challenges were exactly driven by who they are as people which i think all fathers have to deal with <laughs> i'll give you an example if you, if you think about Someone who has the parrot personality. Parrots are risk takers. They're fun. They're social. They're talkative. They're outgoing. Uh, that's my my skateboarding child. Uh, and so, yeah, I remember a time I took him to the hospital because he had just broken a bone, and we were just there a few weeks before that because this is what parrot kids do. <laughs> Parrots are like, what could happen? I mean, what is the worst thing that could possibly happen? Because the par- people with the parrots now have this incredible optimism, and the nurse looks at him and she's like weren't you just here like a few weeks ago? And he's like, oh yeah. And as I'm getting like escorted out of the room by the orderly and, and she's like, we just want to talk to your son for a few minutes. <laughs> Fortunately, as a skateboarder, there's like eight kids who have videoed this moment at which point I'm like, show her the video as I'm being escorted out of the room. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong, right? Yeah, what could happen? So, uh, you know, my, my owl child, he's you know, owls are very logical and analytical and, and very cautious. Uh, you know, he was much easier. Uh, he thinks through things. He's probably used a couple band-aids in the course of his life. Uh, I bought, I bought them by the caseload for my other child. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I agree. I have three girls and their first two are 15 months apart. The second two are 10 months apart. And, um, Total different personalities, all three different personalities. It is amazing. Well, let's see which ones. I'll give you the other two. If you think about the eagle, eagles are confident. They are assertive. As kids, they think they're in charge. <laughs> they, they clearly think, I am in charge of this home. I, I have a nephew uh, my where he is the eagle. And uh, so he's, of course, even as a little, as an infant, I'm like, okay, this kid, one day he will rule this land. <laughs> and, and I remember once he was like six years old, we went over to my uh, brother and sister-in-law's home and, and uh, he's sitting at the head of the table for Thanksgiving. And my wife was like, seriously, you're going to let him sit at the head? And they're like, you don't know. You just do not know. And she looks at me and she's like, 
he is ruling this land. I'm like, <laughs> there you have it. The, the other one is the dove. Dove kids, they're actually pretty easy. Doves are, they're soft-spoken. They just want everyone to be happy. They're very calm. They're pretty reserved. My, my sister is the dove. I remember one time, my, the one time in her entire life, she did something that she was going to get yelled at for because she always was very well behaved. And my father just said something to her, bursts into tears. He, he was used to yelling at me. I'm a parrot eagle. I'm like, whatever, yell at me. I'll just do it again tomorrow. <laughs> He's yelling at her. She bursts into tears. He's like, what is this? What do I do with this? So, so it's interesting because the, the kids are, you know, we see the styles when they're very little, you get these take charge eagles and they're going to be more soft-spoken doves and the kind of funny and social parrots and logical and analytical owls. And if you have two, you probably have two different ones. Even if you have three, you probably have three that are pretty different. All three different. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think you have based on the bird style? What do you uh, think? Definitely not the eagle. Um, I'm going to say they are a mix between the owl and the parrot. None of them, definitely not. They're not soft-spoken. <laughs> Rob knows my girls. <laughs> definitely not soft-spoken. Soft <laughs> does the, the parrot, when you, if you go on like a road trip, does the parrot talk like nonstop the entire time? That's my youngest. Yeah. <laughs> that will never win, she will never win the quiet game. No, no. <laughs> We tried playing it too, and you can see the steam coming yeah. from her Par ears. Parrots can't win that. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what about you? What, what do you think? You have kids? I have two boys. So my oldest one is probably, he's definitely not a risk taker, but he doesn't, he doesn't stop talking. But I think he's more of an owl because he's more analytical. Like he's done things before and I take a picture of it and I send it to Sally. I go, is this like engineer type thinking? And he's like, yeah. So that's like his mind just works like that. And he did something yesterday. My wife's like, if you don't become an engineer, she's like, I will be very surprised. And he's just like that. My Does he, did he like take things apart and have to figure out how things worked? Sometimes he does, but then here he comes with, he doesn't do that as much, but he comes up with solutions for problems and he'll just figure it out in a way that I wouldn't have thought of. Sure. Does he and, ask lots of questions? Like lots of why are we doing this question? Oh yeah. Yeah. That is, that is a sure sign of the owl and a future engineer. <laughs> my second guy, he has a speech delay. So he's a little bit more timid and more reserved. But I don't know if that's the true personality or if that's just a result of his speech delay. And he doesn't hasn't built up the confidence yet in, in some instances. Like when he's around Sal's girls, it's different because he knows them, he's confident, and he'll go and, and you know be with the older kids because he's the youngest. But when he meets new people, he's very reserved. So I think that's, he probably- that's, that's very dove, actually. Yeah. They're, they're very, very sociable and talkative when, they, when they're in a comfortable setting and they know the people. But if they don't, then they're just very quiet. Yeah. And I, and I think he's, um, he's very empathetic. I've never seen anybody so empathetic. That, that is the dub. They watch TV and, and, and a, a cartoon character dies and you can see tears in their eyes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So how did you come up with this? You know, I taught personality styles for about 15 years and there's so many systems out there. And, and I was using one that represented the four main styles with letters, but I would go into companies and people, I'd work with them for, for a whole day and I'd go back a month later and they forget the letters. And I thought, you know, 
there has to be an easier way to do this. And so I wanted something visual and the birds are just so simple. Uh, they parallel the four brain quadrants. They, they really give you a sense of who we are. We're not just one of them. We're a combination of all of them, but, but the birds just make it easy. I can say to somebody, when you think of an eagle, what do you think of? And they, they'll say confident and assertive and direct. It's like, yeah, you don't have to memorize that. It's pretty intuitive. Yeah, that's amazing. That is pretty cool. You're right, because I'd be that person that would forget the letters. <laughs> Most people do. But if I were to say to you an owl, uh, even a year from now, I'll bet you would say they're pretty logical and detail oriented. They yeah. make Why? sense. A dove is, is compassionate and empathetic. You just get it. Yeah, that, yeah that's great. The parrot, though, that's the one that's uh, the, the risk taker. I thought that was that was an interesting twist on that, because that's the one that I guess. What is it? Rio? That kind of almost resonates perfectly for what you were going for. Right. And, and, and well, after you just said, right. right. Yeah. Eagles are risk takers too, but for the Eagle, it's more about big risk equals big reward. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to make something big happen. Parrots are just so optimistic. They're like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Let's just do it. We'll figure it out on the way. <laughs> it's their optimism combined with their sense of adventure and worst case scenario, we get a good story out of this. <laughs> How does this like compare with like Myers-Briggs? Because that's the only test that I've done and I've done that in like, sure. three different companies. Yeah, you know, there's really only one brain up here. We can cut and splice it in all different ways. Uh, you know, if you looked at introvert, extrovert, the parrots and the eagles tend to be more extroverted. Doves and owls, tend to be more introverted. If you talked about thinking and feeling, eagles and owls tend to be more thinking and parrots and doves tend to be more feeling. And so uh, it, there's a lot of parallels. Like I said, there's really only one brain up there. We're just gonna use different ways to, to look at it and take it apart. Got it. And yeah, it makes why, sense. Would, why would it be important for parents to know what their kids' styles are? You know, what happens with parents and this happens with everybody is that we impose our style on others. And we try to turn the people around us into the best versions of us. So, you know, picture, uh, picture an eagle parent and they're talking to their dove child and they're telling that kid, you better be assertive in life or you're gonna get walked on. You need to step up and take charge of your life or else you're not gonna get what you want. And meanwhile, the dove feels bad because that's just not who they are. And, and so it's like the eagle parent is saying, I will love you if you're like me, if you're assertive and you're direct. But, you know, all this emotion stuff, yeah, that's just going to get in your way in life. Don't do that. And so what happens is we try to change people around us to be like us. And the message that it sends to our kids is you need to be more like me because who you are is not okay. And, and so if we as parents can look at our children and say, whoever you are, that's great. I just need to help you to be the best person you can be. If you have, you're an eagle and you have a dove child, fantastic. You may have a nurse or a social worker or a therapist or a counselor or someone in human resources or customer service uh, or a future CEO. There's some amazing leaders who are doves. And so instead of thinking, oh wait, if you wanna be a great leader, you're gonna to have to be like me. That's eh, not true at all. A lot of great leaders are doves. So I have a question. How do parents determine what style their child is? Well, first, I do have an assessment where people can go online, the child takes it, 
and they can get a report. It says, okay, here's my superpower as a kid. And then it gives you a section which says, now here's how you parent that child. And it gives you a section that says, for teachers, here's how you teach that child. But you know, the reality is you can often, often figure it out. Is your child very bubbly and outgoing and just needs to keep busy and then funny? Probably a parrot. Is your, is your child more reserved and soft-spoken and very empathetic and a good listener? Probably a dove. Does your child ask tons of questions and need to understand the world and is very analytical and is very organized? Probably an owl. Does your child take charge and is in control? Probably an eagle. So yes, there is a profile they can take, but the reality is we can often look at kids and just go, ah, yeah, my kid's a parent, my kid's an owl. You, you knew the system for a couple minutes and you're already like, oh, I've, I know I can tell you, I got a parrot, I got a dove. You can just see it. So how do parents take that information? And let's say they, okay, my, my, my child is a parrot or my, my, my child is a dove and the parent is an eagle. How do they take that and, like you said, accept the child for the parrot or accept the child as the dove? What do they need to do to, to not, hey, you need to be an eagle. You need to be an eagle like me to be, a, to be a leader, right? Yeah, you know, you just have to look at your child and say, what do they need in this moment? What does my child need from me? And, and you know, I think of you know, when I talk to my owl child, if I were explaining something to him, I would give him a lot of information. I also wouldn't be annoyed as a parrot if I say, hey, how was your day? And he comes home and for 15 minutes explains every single moment of his day. Where my, my wife, who's an owl, my parrot child would come home from school and she'd say, hey, how was your day? Good. <laughs> What'd you do? Nothing. <laughs> as an owl, that would drive her crazy because she's an owl. She wants to know all the details. And, and, and we just both have to say, look, I'm going to have to listen very carefully to my owl child and every detail of what they share because that's how they feel heard and valued. And my wife is going to have to accept for my parrot child that he's going to come home and not give a tremendous amount of information that we just have to accept. They're different and that's okay. That, that's so funny because my youngest daughter, my oldest daughter, I'll ask her what she did at school. She goes, Ah, same thing as yesterday. <laughs> My youngest daughter, I asked her what she did at school, and she will, in detail, from the minute she stepped foot into, into onto school property until we picked her up, she will explain the whole day. And, and what it shows you is you can't treat both of those children the same way because they have fundamentally different needs. So, yeah. what, but a lot of parents, what parents do, we all do this, we treat people the way we want to be treated. So if I have a parrot child because I'm a parrot and they're like, how was your day? Awesome. And then they tell me about how great it was, but they tell me all the funny stories, but they don't tell me anything about the classes or schoolwork. <laughs> I have to accept that. So it is my wife who's an owl. And we just have to recognize that our kids are different from us and they're different from each other. And that we can't just impose our style on them and we can't parent two kids the same exact way because they're different. And do you teach parents how to parent different styles? I, you know, my world is, tends to be going into companies and teaching people how to understand themselves, how to understand how they're impacting others. But the beauty of what I do is that it's not, even though I'm doing it in companies, I'm more talking about how do you communicate? How do you listen? 
How do you talk to people? How much information do you provide them? How do you give them positive feedback and, and recognize them and reward them when they do a great job? And, and so I'm not really talking about parenting. I'm just talking about our communication. But what always I always find very fascinating is whenever I speak at a conference or speak in, in, at an event, people come up to me afterwards. They have more questions about their children and their spouse. Even <laughs> though I'm talking about corporate America, they ask more questions about their kids and their spouse than they do about their job. So it, even though I'm not necessarily talking about uh, being a parent, I do use a lot of examples of my own children and as a spouse because I want them to bring it home. I want them to, to see their personality in action, not just at work, but also at home. But that, that's great because those people that are listening, they're correlating that to their own life, to their families. And, and they say, wow, this makes sense. I can take this home and use it at home to my advantage and help me understand the dynamics between my wife's personality, my kids' personalities, and help me do a better job. Yeah, yeah that, that's awesome. You know, the beauty of that is that when you're practicing a skill at home, it's helping you to develop that skill at work too. If you're practicing the skill of understanding yourself and making sure you don't impose your style on others at work, it's also going to be developing that skill set at home. So it's, it's great that people are thinking more holistically. When I, when I wrote my books, even though, yes, I, I work in companies, I, yeah, I've worked with more than half the Fortune 100 companies around the United States in, in 47 states, but yet I use a ton of examples of parenting and, and children and, and our spouses because when you apply it at home, it also develops it, that skill set at work and, and it, that works in reverse too. You know, and I've gone through a bunch of these sessions through leadership trainings and team building exercise. I don't, yeah, I remember Myers-Briggs. I don't really remember what I was, but the labels you put on this, like you were saying earlier, I'll remember that far more than I will remember whatever I did in the past 10 years on these team building exercises. <laughs> this is a, I mean, this resonates. Yeah, I, I go back and it could be a year later and people are still talking about the birds. I, I go in and everybody gets one of these guys. Like you walk in, there's a little parrot on every day. And, you know, they're just all, I walk into a company and they're, you know, they're like, these are sitting, they're everywhere. And they're just, they're alive. They keep them alive because they're just a part of the world around them. And you walk in and you see this guy staring back at you, you know, be brief, be brilliant, be gone. <laughs> tell them what you need to tell them and get out. <laughs> but, but if you walk into an owl's office, it's like, you need to give them a lot of information. Well, that's true for kids too. If you're talking to your eagle child, just be direct, call it like it is. If you're talking to your owl child, they need to understand why they need to do what you're telling them to do or else they won't do it. They need the information and they need to understand it. And you have to accept that. That's that child's needs. You have to satisfy their needs. So you get your needs met. Interesting. And what about that? How does, how does gaming, and then you may not have the answer to this, and maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but how does this new phase of technology where gaming, iPads, everything, instant gratification, how is that impacting their personalities or is it not? Well, what's interesting is owls and doves can tend, they, they can work alone. In other words, uh, or I'm sorry, let me say that again. Owls can work, I'll start with owls. Owls can work alone. Let me just put the game in front of me. I want to master the game. Eagles just want to beat them. It's all about winning, but it's, it's not even about beating others. It could be about beating their own best time. They just want to be the best, even if it's beating their own time that they scored previously or their own score. Doves and owls are, are, are I say that wrong. doves and parrots, because they're so people oriented, 
they want to interact with people. So they may play games where there's a group of them going on a mission together because they love that interaction of, of supporting each other, helping each other, working together. So eagles just want to win. They can do it by themselves. They can work independently. Owls, they don't want to have to deal with other people making mistakes. I'd rather just play the game myself and do it the right way. Uh, doves and parrots, eh, if you win, you win. If not, it's okay. We had a good time. We did it together. <laughs> so one of the questions we ask a lot of the dads we interview is, how have you been able to balance your career and your parenting effectively you know, throughout your career? I do a tremendous amount of traveling now. I speak at a lot of conferences, but when my children, you know, they're 22 and, and 25 now, but when they were young, I didn't do that. Uh, and I, I was very conscious as the CEO of my company, I tell all my employees, uh, and this is how I balanced it for me. And I, I wanted to make sure my people did too. And I said, on Halloween and you have the school parade, make sure that you put, uh, you schedule that time off and make sure that you're there for that. That's not gonna last very long. And, yeah. and, and if you're a trainer and you train, some of my trainers travel around the country and speak at events all over the country, make sure you put no traveling that day. Uh, just, I've always made sure that uh, kids' birthdays, no traveling. It's just, I always made sure, even if we could have sold a big event, I'm, I can't do it, I'm busy that day. And I, I yeah. always just made sure I did it for me and my staff too, that these, those times, especially when they're young, you got to be there. You just, you, they doesn't last that long. Hey, when they're teenagers, you can travel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a moment when my kids were teenagers once and I, and I was talking to my wife and I said, Hey, did you notice me? I was talking about something that my young son had done. She's like, how do you know that you're like 2000 miles away? He's upstairs. I'm like, Oh, cause we're texting. He's like, Oh yeah. He'll text you. He doesn't want to actually talk to you face to face. So I actually found that when they got older, I, I actually had more communication because then we didn't have to talk face to face. They were fine texting me. <laughs> that's incredible. I think that's going to be true though. Cause these um, kids are getting phones earlier. They're getting, I, you know, I talked to my 10 year old about it. Checked the living over my shoulder, but like, when am I getting a phone dad? When am I getting a phone? Yeah. It's a constant conversation. I said, don't worry. The Minervini girls are going to have phones after you. <laughs> you won't be the last kid in the, in the grave. Because, you know, it, a lot of his friends have phones. He's like, I'm never going to get one. And when I get one, you're going to take it away as punishment. I said, well, there you go. You know it before we even give you a phone. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But definitely. At least he knows. Right, he does know. Start. <laughs> He'll watch this. Now he knows. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go, let's go on to uh, what we do is the, the rad dad rapid fire questions These are just fun questions, not really about personality, but we may throw one in there. All right. What's your favorite cartoon? You know, I know it's not like a weekly show, but you just can't beat all the Toy Story cartoons. They're just so awesome. awesome. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie. Um, Dances with Wolves. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, favorite food. I think if I were stranded on a desert island, I could live on Swedish fish. If it had nutritional value, I could just. I'd be <laughs> That's awesome. You and every kid out there, I feel like. <laughs> all I need. I'm not picky. Just like bags of, you know, if it had nutritional value, I just would live on it. <laughs> Favorite sport. Favorite sport. Uh, I practiced karate for about 30 years. So I, I really love the martial arts. That's awesome. Uh, Favorite dad moment. Favorite dad moment. Uh, I think watching my, my, my owl son, who was a, uh, uh, a plays piano, uh, just 
sit down at the uh, at the school uh, talent show and and just uh, sit down and, and just blow everybody's mind. I don't think people knew we played piano and just sit down and play piano and sing. It just kind of rocked the house. It was nice. Awesome. It's amazing. Engineer can play the piano and can sing. It's a triple threat. Wow. Um, uh, let's see what else. Uh, favorite vacation spot? Got to be Maui. It's hard to beat Hawaii. <laughs> That's true. Best dad joke. Best dad joke. Um, you know, I don't know if this is a great dad joke, but I'm going to give you a spouse joke. How about that? It's a kind <laughs> of father spouse. How about that? All right. <laughs> how do you know your uh, your dog loves you more than your wife? Uh, right? You take your dog and you take your wife and the put you put them both in the trunk of your car. Come back 15 minutes later. Which one is happy to see you? <laughs> Good one. And there you have it. <laughs> yes, yes. Definitely not the wife. <laughs> Where our listeners can find you on social media. Uh, I, on my website, you can go to takeflightlearning.com and you can see all the different training programs that we offer. Uh, you can find my books on Amazon. The Chameleon is a, is a great book to just teach you about the birds. It's fun. It's 22 fables. I've, I have a lot of people who have read them to children. Uh, they're fun. They're funny, but they really teach you about the birds and yourself. And later on this year, I have a book called uh, Which Bird Are You? Which is a children's book to teach children about ages 8 to 12. Uh, which bird are they and, and helping them understand who they are, what's their superpower, what makes them special and also how to get along better with other kids. So very excited about that later this year. That's awesome. When you, when you release that, send this, um, send us the link and we'll put it in the liner notes. And then, awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So uh, to, to the rad dads out there, make sure you go out and buy the chameleon, uh, taking flight personality wins. And we will let you know when which bird are you drops or comes out. Coming soon. Yes. The final question we ask our guests is what words of wisdom would you impart to other fathers out there? I would say don't impose your personality on your kids. Help them to become the best versions of who they are, not trying to make them into the best version of who you are. That's awesome. That's some great advice. That is. Merrick, thank We're, you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, thanks, yes, Merrick, thank for having me. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you, Merrick, for a fantastic interview and a very eye-opening education to the personality types, inclusive of birds, really resonates and allows people to remember what personality type they are and their children are. All right, guys, tune in next time for another episode of The Rad Dad Show.